Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, we roll till 3 today. Thank you for joining us uh, here on the Big Talker 1700. Tom Caker will be our guest right now. Uh, You know him from Hawkeye Report. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Tommy, good afternoon, and how was your trip to the big city? The big city, yeah, from my small little town of Bluegrass, Iowa. It was uh, was, uh, it was fun. Hey, I've been wine for a few yeah. few hours, but then I had to get back because my son had a basketball game at wow. uh, nine a.m. So, hey, Tom, um, this yeah. this city has stuff that you don't have. We have malls, and we have traffic, and we have lots of lots of people going here and there. Something that you don't see that much over where you live. You mean the four-way stop at uh, <laughs> the corner where the where the Casey's is at is not a that's not busy. Come on, <laughs> Tom. What'd you think? Uh, look, we never put a lot of stock, and we had a couple of good laughs about it last week. Uh, headed into Friday, about the uh, so-called practice here. What did you get out of it, if anything? Not a lot, other than um, they're certainly keeping the. Um, the quarterback thing uh, going a little bit. Uh, Tyler Wiegers was getting the first team reps, and he was the first quarterback out there. So um, I, I think at least at this point, uh, it is still very much an open competition. I, the other takeaway from the offensive side was the run game looks good. I, I think they'll be fine there, and that's even without Akram Wadley out there. I thought they ran the ball pretty effectively. Uh, but the pass game is still very much a work in progress. That is going to be a word that we're going to use a whole lot going forward. The uh, the question out there, Tom, is, you know, did it look at least a little bit different, the passing game? Did you see some of the old things under O'Keefe? Did you see some new innovative things? Or, hey, it's an early season practice, early spring practice for Iowa. You just don't see a whole heck of a lot of anything. I think I saw a little bit more variations and uh, some things that were a little bit different that makes it at least more interesting moving forward. It wasn't just the, um, you know, it's third and seven, let's throw it three yards and hope the receiver can make a play. It was more, um, you know, they were testing things a little bit more, more uh, middle of the field use, I thought. Just the the timing, the accuracy was not there. And, you know, the, the situation at wide receiver went from kind of bad to kind of worse mm-hmm. when you get the news that Germanic Smith is having some academic indigestion right now and he is not uh, participating in practice and that always makes me wary that maybe we've seen the last of Germanic Smith mm-hmm. and uh, I hope that's not the case but I've seen these things happen in the past and a lot of times when this happens they don't come back for some reason. So, Tom, it's, uh, Tom, it's always interesting to me. And look, you're uh, over there all the time. Help me out. All the teams, not just at Iowa, at every university, all the athletes get tutoring help. And I, I it always failed to amaze me. Uh, even when I was in college, there were guys, but we didn't have any of that back then. You really had to do it on your own. You didn't have the support system that you now have at every school. Uh, how how guys can just not 
knowing knowing what's at stake? Or is it a way in your mind, well, I really don't want to play, so if I do this, I can get out of it? Yeah, he's always, Germanique's always been kind of an academic question mark. Um, I know there were some uh, questions getting fully qualified out of high school mm-hmm. and just, uh, you know, some college isn't for everybody. And, right. Well, uh, I agree. Yep. So it, it's, it's just, um, you know, he's, he's got to either buckle down and, and uh, get things right if he wants to play or um, he's going to be moving on and, and doing whatever he decides to do after that. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but I, I'm, you know, I hope that he gets it just for his own sake because, you know, if you get a college degree from the University of Iowa, it's going to help you in your further, in your future. Uh, but if he does, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if he just, you know, it's the last receive him. But that makes, you know, then you're counting on Matt Vandenberg, twice broken foot, coming back and, and being effective this year and a bunch of young players. And that's just, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not the best situation. Let's just say that. It really is. Two scholarship receivers out there, Adrian Falconer, one of them, and then uh, Devontae Young, who we just didn't see a whole lot of during his freshman season. It's it's a scary position. We knew it was coming in, and it's become even exasperated more. Uh, tell us about some other names. The walk-on guys, Nick Easley, has been kind of the talk of camp to this point. What you saw out of them after you saw some uh, new faces out there for the first time? Yeah, Easley's the guy that's probably going to intrigue you the most. I think he's got the best shot at uh at playing from the wide receiver position. And then, you know, they've got a lot of pieces at tight end. I think they'll probably lean on some of those with Noah Fant. And I really like T.J. Hawkinson, and coaches have been talking him up quite a bit. And I think he's going to be an option in the passing game. But he's got to find something in terms of a downfield threat. And, frankly, you know, it would be Devontae Young uh, and then probably one of these freshmen coming in, probably two of them, maybe three of them. They're going to play this year. It's just it's a numbers game, and and those guys are going to have to come in and help this football team. Tom, this is a a situation now where, as a journalist covering the team, do does this team feel to you with a, a better schedule now that they will play against uh, more quality teams in the Big Ten? A team that is going to struggle, a team that will surprise, or a team that'll just be okay. Hard to say, but what I, what I'll say is I felt a lot better about this team until, and then I we got the news that Brandon Snyder tore his ACL. I mm-hmm. I thought the defense was going to. You know, even though there's a question of defensive tackle, and I think that is vitally important if you look back through the history of Ferentz teams at the University of Iowa, when they have good defensive tackle play, they're really hard to run on, and it's the best defense. But if they don't have good defensive tackle play and teams are able to run on them, it is a, it is a rough year for Iowa football. So having said that, Brandon Snyder was – just, I think he was on on the come, so to speak. He was the guy that was ascending uh, after struggling early in the year. He played really, really well the second half of the season, and I think his he was going to contend for all Big Ten honors. I think, or at least be in a conversation for it at safety. And they lose him, and when you couple that with no more Greg Maben, no more Desmond King, uh, and my 
Miles Taylor hasn't been great, and now you've he could uh, Snyder was able to cover up for some of those things. Now you don't have him. You're going to have uh, Jake Gervas or uh, Amani Hooker as your um, one of your starting safeties along with Taylor, and that's that's going to be risky on the back end. Tom, tell us a little bit about Jake Gervas, a guy from over in your neck of the woods, a Davenport yeah. Assumption kid. Uh, walk on. We've seen this story work out plenty of times. So a few thoughts on him, and then also Hooker, who I know a lot of people were very excited about when he was able to get on campus for the Hawkeyes, and a kid with a lot of upside, but it would be a transformation position-wise going over to free safety. I think Javas could be, you know, maybe the Brett Greenwood story. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, a former walk-on, he's now on scholarship. They put him on scholarship in January. And uh, just multi-sport athlete, really good leader at Davenport Assumption, uh, good athlete, worked hard, got himself into this position. Uh, and, you know, I, I think he's going to be solid, but it's just we haven't seen anything from him. He's been a special teams guy, and that's been about it. So, uh, and, and then Hooker, I really like him. Uh, he was a do-everything football player up in Minnesota. He you know, return kicks, return punts. I think he was even a punter at one point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, just did everything. Uh, put a lot of uh, stats on the board, a lot of touchdowns. So he's a really good athlete. And I, I think there was, you know, quietly maybe a few of us who thought maybe he would beat Taylor out for the other safety position. And now he might have to start at the other safety position just because of need now. Tom Kegert is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Tom, I'm curious also about, did you see anything different in the offense? That was the big talk going in. Are we going to see anything different? Look, I, I know coaches, they're not giving away anything. We all know how they are. But what did you disseminate anything that looked any different from a previous uh, journey to Valley Stadium? It was the the overall performance. No, it was just it was kind of what you would expect, kind yeah. of blah practice. Um, but I do think they're adding some wrinkles to the passing game. I do think they're going to look for the tight ends down the middle a little bit more, um, just based on what we saw. Uh, and I think they're going to try and stretch the field more often than a Greg Davis offense did. So from that perspective, I did see some positives. It's just there weren't a lot of completions. Um, when you're shuttling quarterbacks in and out all the time, hard to get any rhythm going. Um, but the run game looked really good. I, I'm, I'm really confident in the run game going into this year. Hopefully some semblance of a passing game. Well, to do that, you have to have a quarterback. Tom, I mentioned it to Jim. I was It wasn't that I was uh, nervous or just didn't think that Nathan Stanley was that good, but I think that we've seen Tyler Wiegers maybe take a step forward in his development and Drew Cook, you talk about a kid that's taken a, a long leap from where he was a year ago. I thought he did some nice things out there. Those two quarterbacks, and also your thoughts on Stanley going forward. Yeah, uh, after practice, Kirk said there's kind of a first tier, and that's Weegers and, and Stanley, and then there's that second tier with Cook and Boyle. I, I'm with you. I, I thought Cook looked pretty good uh, offensively, you know, throwing the ball. He probably had, I think he had the most completions on the day from the quarterback spot, so... Maybe he's making a little bit of a run, but right now I think it's between those two. There's, of course, my conspiracy theory side uh, that I put my tinfoil hat on that said maybe they're making this a much closer competition from Uyghur's perspective so he doesn't look to leave at yes, the end of spring. But, yes. uh, uh, you know, I, I think 
there's more credibility to the idea that there's a new quarterback coach and he wants to do a full and complete evaluation this spring on both of those guys and give them every opportunity to win the job and then see which one does. Because you want to push Stanley, too. You don't want to just hand him the job. you got to make him compete for it. And that's what they're doing this spring. Well, if Uyghurs does stick around, what does that mean for Drew Cook going forward? I mean, we, we see the size that he has. He has made big strides at the quarterback position, but well, his dad was an All-American and NFL tight end. Everybody's you know, always connecting those dots, and they have been ever since he committed to the Hawkeyes. Tom, what do you think is next if that's the case and he still looks up in his number three, including the starter that's now in the same class as him as a sophomore? Drew Cook, does he look around and tight ends a deep position? Could there be another spot even for Drew Cook? I don't think so. He just really has never played another position. So I just I don't see it. I don't see it in his frame. I don't see it in his desire. I think he wants to keep fighting to be a quarterback at the University of Iowa, and he thinks he can do it. So um, I, I think he's pretty content where he's at. Tom, look, there's I, I, I struggle sometimes when – uh, everybody says, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna be great. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that." The pressure that is on student athletes now to perform at such a high level with social media. Do you find that? And look, we all we all look at it. Students do too. Do you find that to be detrimental at times, or do most times the young athletes just blow it off? Oh, it's probably. Um... You know, it hits it hits the kids. Even if they're not on social media or they avoid it, their friends tell them. Okay. You know, that's just how the world works. It's just, you know, did you see what this guy said about you on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or wherever? Um, that's just the world we live in today. And, um, I, you know, it, it can't uh, not affect those guys. I mean, it, it would be hard to tune out when you're an 18- to 20-year-old kid and you got people dissecting your every move. Uh, you know, I can't imagine being the parent of somebody like that. Mm-hmm. I think it would probably drive me crazy. I don't know how some of the parents manage to deal with some of the stuff that gets put out there about kids. But, um, yeah, I, you can't avoid it. You just have to accept it as a reality. Sometimes, though, I do find that the kids just kind of, because maybe it's because of the era that they grow up in, they don't take it as seriously as, Maybe some of us grown-ups do, okay. or yep. so-called grown-ups yep. do, because uh-huh. uh, I take it more seriously probably than some of these players do. Yeah, it's, interesting. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, they, uh, well, and Tom, you see this on the message boards all the time. A kid will tweet something out, and yeah, uh, here comes the brush fire that turns into a full-blown blaze. People think that uh, a kid's leaving or whatever right. it is, and they might just be, you know, shooting the crap with their buddies. Yeah, you know, that's all. Yeah, it is. their girl, their girlfriend may have uh, may have uh, they may have gotten a fight with their girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, just, uh, it's hard. To try. I always say trying to read into what uh, an eighteen to twenty year old person says on social media is a dangerous proposition for everyone. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. Hey, Tom, before we run, let's talk a little basketball. Uh, Had a chance to hear a little bit from Fran. It looks like outside of Dale Jones, which we all anticipated and looked at, uh, looks like everybody's going to be back. That uh, firestorm that was created with Christian Williams over at HawkeyeReport.com, that has been put uh, put to rest. So looks like all systems go, at least at this point, everybody will be back for the Hawks next year. Yeah, everybody's coming back, and uh, Fran was pretty definitive. I talked to him before the banquet last night, and he was very clear that um, 
everybody's coming back. They'll be going on that foreign trip. Uh, I think it's Germany and France, maybe, uh, that they're headed to this year for uh, in early August, mid-August, uh, for like 11 days. They're going to play four games, and they'll get 10 practices before they head out. So all the freshmen are expected to be on that trip. And uh, so it's a good chance for Fran to try and figure out how he's going to play 14 guys this year instead of 11, <laughs> which is just, you know, which I asked him about. He goes, I've been thinking about it. And, uh, boy, he's, you know, I think they're probably fortunate uh, that they didn't get hit with the wave of transfer because that it, just, it eventually washes up on everybody's shore. And, I, I you know, I, I would bet that he's going to try and limit some things, try and, cut down his rotation, and then a year from now we're going to hear about some guys leaving probably mm-hmm. because I think, guys want to play. I think yep. I saw on your board, uh, and it always cracks me up, Tom, and I don't know how much you look at your message boards, but some guy was on there saying, yeah, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend uh, told him that, uh, well, there's a player who plays in the middle, was a freshman, and next year is going to be his last year. He's already made up his mind. <laughs> oh, that was the 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 trout. You know, trout says uh, he's a football player from the same high school that Tyler Cook went to. And okay, he says. See, that I knew that he would know. It was like you know, it was kind of like more about his opinion, and it's like that doesn't mean anything. You know, kids talk about that stuff all the time. I'll guarantee you. You know, there were some time, obviously, Christian Williams' rumor was out there. I'll guarantee you that there were other guys on this Iowa roster that talked about or at least said, yeah, maybe I should just get out of here and go somewhere else. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. It's just guys talk about the league. Guys talk about the claim for the draft because it's a, it's a uh, no-risk proposition now as long as you don't um, sign with an agent. Uh, you can test those waters every year, so why not do it? Uh-huh. And, that doesn't mean they're leaving. That just means they're going to put their name in there and test it out unless they sign with an agent. Well, it, it takes me back to what we were just talking about, the social media aspect, because then people yeah. people freaked out, and then they started getting all over Tyler Cook. I mean, it's he hasn't even we're not even to basketball season yet. People look for two things that people look for today on social media. They look for things to be outraged about and to be upset about. Yeah, you're right. This is just, just, that's just the nature. That's the world we live in today. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing or a good thing or anything. It's just the reality that we just look for things to worry about and to be outraged about. Tom, uh, we'll have a full summer. We'll uh, do what we did last year when we had the PTL draft. Oh, yeah, that'll we'll, be fun. We'll, we'll do yes. that again. That yeah. was yes. That was good. Uh, Jimmy B's disappointed. I want, I want Jim. I want Jim to pick players that aren't playing. <laughs> well, last year we we also did it with the Capital City League, and he has Billy Wampler, who is uh, leaving was, Drake, who was a star that, uh, in the in the Cap City he, League. Jimmy B was his fan section sitting up in the stands over me. Valley. One, but uh, Tom, uh, when you look at the off season for basketball, uh, the news keeps trickling out. Mello Trimble's leaving Maryland. Indiana finds out today. OG Ananobi is going to be gone. Yep. You know, the early top 25s came out a week ago uh, after last uh, Monday's championship game. Lenardi came out with the bracket without the Hawkeyes. I know it's early, but I am a bit surprised that Iowa hasn't got much recognition at all. I didn't think they'd be in anybody's top 25, but at least, you know, in the kind of in-waiting list, I haven't seen the Hawkeyes anywhere. Did that surprise you at all? A little bit. Lenardi's surprised me a little bit, but it surprised me with some of the teams that he 
kept in there. But yeah. that just tells me that, uh, of course, as they say in the message board, he doesn't do his homework. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I just think he kind of mailed that one in. And uh, I I think Iowa's going to have, uh, provided everybody stays healthy, I, I think Fran's going to have a, a team that will make the NCAA tournament next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, we're way too close to it with the way that we cover it. Uh, pretty much almost every day on the national scene, they don't they observe and then make their and and make their calls and and talk to different people. I, I get where that I get where he's coming from, especially since that they Iowa wasn't on the. I mean, once they got into the NIT and then got beat at home by TCU, who by the way went on to win the NIT. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I think maybe they just kind of got lost in the shuffle. That that's that's my guess. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen Iowa in that kind of you know if you're not going to put them in that fine, then put them in like the next four out because that's where they were this past year. So just kind of float them in there, and I would have been fine with it. I just thought he kind of missed the boat on right on Iowa, but you know that's that's his decision, that's his choice, and and I'll guarantee you one thing: before the season tips off this year. We'll have another bracket out, and it'll be very different than the one that's already out there. Yep, you can count on it. It happens every time. Tom, uh, last thing. Uh, Hawkeye baseball squad went over to Northwestern, dominated on Friday night, and then lost their next two games. A couple of bad losses for the Hawkeyes if they're going to be an at-large team. Yeah, that was because they had won eight straight, and you know the momentum was really going, and, and Northwestern was at the bottom of the Big Ten, and you'd think, wow, they're going to at least get two out of three and maybe get a sweep. And they're headed to Nebraska this weekend, which would be a huge series for them. And they, you know, just a couple of clunkers to end the week at the, the refurbished Northwestern Stadium. I know it's named after somebody, but I can't remember who it's named <laughs> after. But they redid the, they redid the, somebody gave a lot of money to get their name on the new baseball stadium. And, uh, they lost a couple there, and that's, that's really too bad. Um, but, you know, there's still, Know, won eight out of the last ten, and and uh, this Nebraska series is huge. Now, if they can get two out of three, they'll get back on track. Mm-hmm. Tommy, thank yeah. you, buddy. It's always good to catch up with you. Have a great week. Okay, thanks, guys. Okay, thanks, Tom. see you. And and by the way, Tom, those are cars. I know that over where you are, it's horse and buggy, but there are cars here in Des Moines. He lives just outside of the Quad I know, Cities. I know moron. where he lives. I know. Jeez. I know. I just like busting on him. Coming to he the hung big. Up on you. Come, I know he did. Typical. Coming to the big city, the big city of Des Moines. Yeah. Hey, it's over seven hundred thousand people now. Sure, it's not bad. Yeah. Ten years? Is it a million? No. Fifteen? No. I don't know. Where are we going to find 300 more thousand people? What are they moving here to do? Uh, Hang out with you? Why not? I'm cool. You'll be long gone by the time oh, we get to that point. <laughs> Jimmy B and DC, we're coming right back. The Big Talker 17 and 9. 1700K BGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and DC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700K BGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 
515-225-8866 or check them out online wolfconstruction.net Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Kubota's Orange Opportunity Sales Event is going on now. Take on the tough jobs in a powerful Kubota Standard L-Series. With the right combination of dependable horsepower and ease of operation, they're perfect for the independent property owner. Now get financing as low as 0% APR for up to 84 months. Now through May 31st, 2017. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. Come see Jake at Capital City Equipment in Des Moines, just off I-80 on 2nd Avenue. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. 
order. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, welcome in. We rolled till 3 o'clock today. Uh, that was fun having Tom Cakert on. Uh, Tony Coralogos was going to be on with us at, what, about 140-ish? Yes. We're going to do some golf with him, mm-hmm. so we'll uh, save that. Hooked on Golf, it's a great uh, website with Tony. And after what took place yesterday uh, at the Masters, I, I, it was riveting. It, it was. It really was. And you love to see. I mean, it pretty much came down to match play. I mean, they're just dueling against each other. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, I mean, for me, that's what makes golf fun. If you got a guy winning by three or four and he's just walking the 18th fairway waving to everybody, okay, okay, fine, I'm good with that. But when you got a duel down the stretch, um, that's – that's what really, I suppose, gets that adrenaline rush going just for the guy watching at home. So Sergio is a guy that uh, a lot of people were rooting for over the weekend. I mean, you could tell that. You could see the fans, and you could see if you yes. follow on, on Twitter, you know, people were rooting for him. I told you, you know, I'm in the same camp. Sergio's my age. We're both 36. I saw him going through all these things. Sure. When we are teenagers. I'm like, oh, my God, look at this guy. Yeah. And it looked like, remember him staring down Tiger, the shot from oh, uh, God, yeah. back behind the tree, Trees. jumping out. Yep. And it looked like this was going to be the guy that was going to be the one to push Tiger. And it never came to fruition. Right. But then there was also some negative sides and some comments that kind of eh, left a lot to be desired. He had that part of it. So, Jim, as you went through, and what changed? Was it people just kind of feeling bad for Sergio that he never was able to get to that Could point? Could be. Could be. I think that. I think that probably. Look, we we're an empathetic uh, lot, mm-hmm. and I think probably that took over. Look, he's he's had some some big ups and downs. He's had some bad some bad times, and I think people you know turned on him for those uh, situations. But he's had a pretty clean slate the last few years, and he played so well in the Presidents Cup and. Uh, he's fun. I mean, but but he couldn't get into a a fun zone. Remember when he first started? How much fun he was? Yes. And then he lost that. Well, and it wasn't just the fun; it was the mental aspect. Yes. I mean, he was waggling. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Couldn't pull the trigger. Yep. Said nasty things about other golfers. The, the mental blocks that he had. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on there, and. Now as he's kind of in the back half of his career, it's all right. Yeah. That's enough. Let's root for this guy. Yeah, yeah. Let's see him finally get over the hump, and it was great. Seven. I, I was so happy to see it. Justin Rose just kind of, I mean, he's he's vanilla ice cream. He's, yeah. He's fine. I mean, he's a likable guy. Yeah. But, but, he, but yeah. Do you know anybody that's a big Justin Rose fan? Uh, not in Des Moines. No, no. <laughs> you don't know. Probably, Eddie probably his family. Well, right, right. But you're not. He's just. He's not yeah, that kind no, of guy. No, uh-uh. he's Where, not a guy you get attached to. Right. But Sergio, yeah, there's yeah. people that always like Sergio. Sure. 
And uh, to finally see him break through, it was a great moment. Hey, back to our population. Yes. You're trying to put a million people here in Des Moines. Yeah. Coming up in the next 10, 15 10, 10, years. 10, 15 years, yeah. Uh, our buddy Travis checked in. Okay. Uh, from down in Texas, and he said that Iowa's population is going to max out in the next five to 10 years as a whole. Really? Yes, yes. Is and he like a population expert? He's a, he's an expert in everything. Oh. Travis always knows what's going okay, on. Okay. <laughs> he said, uh, well, he said, don't tell you this part, but I am anyway. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's because baby boomers are not going to be with oh, us. Oh, shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. And they're not being replaced with millennials. I mean, it's simple math, right? Hey, my there's par- a lot of you guys. My parents were active during those times. <laughs> there's a lot of you. And you're not being replaced at no, the same you're level. Right. No, you're right. It all <laughs> he makes a very good point. Yeah. Because we were and still are to this day the largest population. Mm-hmm. I, I I find it interesting. And the baby boomer runs from what, nineteen forty five to what, nineteen sixty? You think, know better than that. I think that's it. Right it right in that category there. So when you when you match up different eras of birth uh the baby boomers are the uh are the still the largest by far and look i mean it's he's probably right on that because the millennials apparently uh know how to take a pill and know how to put on a raincoat where back in those days they didn't have any of that was doing little uh... well they had raincoats but they oh, never man. used them what's that are you a baby boomer oh yeah <laughs> Okay. Just wanted to make sure. (laughs) I'm still booming. (laughs) Barely. I am. Barely. Jimmy B. hates talking about his age. He just asks. I had somebody ask me that just the other night. All right. How old is that? How old Jimmy B. Yeah. Tell him 92. I said, if I tell you, I got to kill you. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Jimmy B. doesn't like people know that he's 92. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You can do the math in there. I think most people can figure out. Why why does it bother you though? Why does it bother me? Uh I think people then just say, "Well, you're old." You are old. I don't like that. I don't want to be, I don't feel old. Well, you know, that's very true. You keep yourself in good shape, you're very active, yeah. you have all those things, but it's just your age. You can't change it. Well, I know I can't. That's why I don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at another one tomorrow. You what? Yeah, another check mark. On you? April 1-1, my birthday. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. I'm getting old. Well, you'll never catch me. No, no. Maybe someday I could pass you. <laughs> but I'll never catch you. <laughs> you won't catch me, no. Good God. Another one, another add to the list. I me and Sergio, turning 37 you, Yeah, this there year. you go. I can't believe some guy asked you how, how old oh, I was. All the time. How old is Brinson, anyway? Sometimes I tell him. You tell him... <laughs> 50? No, they know better than that. <laughs> they know better than that. We got some golf talk coming up here on the other side. Also, to kick off the 2 o'clock hour, Seth Gruen's going to be here. Yeah. We'll talk Cubs as we get ready for that game tonight. Wrigley opening up a great environment down there, uh, getting some notes and seeing some people that are already partying down in Wrigleyville. That oh, is I'm going sure. to be a drunken crowd Ooh, this man. evening. Celebrate early. I don't think there's many people working uh, today and tomorrow uh, in no. Wrigleyville. No, I don't think so. Uh, they're no. having a good time. The people who work in Wrigleyville, they're working. Well, they're working. They're probably drinking themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy B at DC, we're coming right back. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG.
Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At Lowe's, we know that pros need to be ready. Ready for the job, ready with supplies, ready to get to work. During the Ready to Restock event at Lowe's, pro customers should get ready to save big with 10% off in-stock wood decking and 20% off select Quick Creek concrete mixes when you buy in bulk. Plus, save 15% on Sika products, including concrete patch and mortar fix. Visit Lowe'sforPros.com for details. Selection varies by location. Minimum purchase required for concrete discount, U.S. only. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kid a smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kinemix technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Right. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah! The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoin.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. Uh, Look, we were all uh, mesmerized by what took place at Augusta yesterday. Final round of the Masters, and Sergio and Justin Rose dueling down the stretch. Uh, here to sort it all out for us, it's always fun when we get Tony Coralogas on, uh, hooked on golf, as he will help us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Tony, good afternoon. Hi, guys. I'm uh, happy to be here, but I am suffering a little bit of Masters hangover. <laughs> Aren't we all after all of that, Tony? Uh, that was riveting down the stretch. Uh, Trent and I, before you came on, had a discussion about Sergio Garcia. And we went back to when he burst on the scene, and everybody thought he was going to be a challenger to Tiger. Didn't work out that way. He's had ups and downs, and he's had some bad downs uh, in the public as as well. But how do you think he's been able to sort of resurrect just his personal side so that people started to cheer for him again? Well, I think it was just a matter of uh, him just, you know, keeping at it and and um, trying to keep keep his ship going in the in the right direction. You know, he went through some personal issues. Mm-hmm. He had some anger management issues, and, um, you know, I think just over time he's matured, and, uh, and now he's able to, you know, carry himself in a, in a better manner. And, you know, I, I wasn't a fan for a while because of some of his um, actions, but uh, I'm willing to, you know, um, think that he's, you know, he got it straightened out and, and uh, I think now that he's gotten his personal life straightened out, um, he's playing better, and he's now finally got that first major that took him nearly 20 years to capture. Well, Tony, now after getting this first one out of the way, could it be that Sergio in the back half of his uh, his career that he puts a few more together? I mean, does he have the game at this point where he can see him in contention, you know, out of two out of every four majors, something like that, you know, each and every year? Or is this a blip he got as one and that at least gets him off that bad list? But it might just be one for Sergio when we look back upon it. Yeah, it's tough to say. You know, um, he's he's still one of the best ball strikers on tour. Uh, his issue is is putting, um, and he really didn't even putt that great in that final round, except for a couple of really good ones, the eagle on fifteen, um, and he made the putt on eighteen in the playoff, but he only really needed two putt there, uh, and that's how he lost the uh, British Open at, at Carnoustie uh, a few years ago. Was missing a, a very easy putt that that would have won it for him. So if he can rely mostly on his ball striking, and the such situation sets up well for him in whatever major it is, then perhaps he could get another one. But um, 
it took him 73 starts to get this one. So uh, I don't know if he's got 73 more in him uh, in the future. <laughs> uh, I'm real curious, Tony. It's not like the guy hasn't won tournaments because he has, and he has played extremely well when you get the Ryder Cup. So, he, I mean, he's a guy that it, it, at times has been able to deal with pressure. And then at other times, I'll give you an example. When he missed that opportunity to win at 18, I'll bet you 85% of the people on that golf course probably thought, oh, God, here we go again. He's going to collapse. But he yep. d- but he didn't. And it was Justin Rose then who hit it in the trees off the 18th tee. I, I was shocked when that happened. I was, too, because Justin Rose is, I mean, he's just got ice water in his veins, especially after that 2013 U.S. Open win. I really expected him to not be the one that would sort of gag on uh, in the playoff. But if you watched him on the 15th tee, he looked like he tweaked his back. Yes. And there, there was quite a, uh, a gap in play between the end of regulation and when the playoff started. And, you know, I was getting a little cooler there uh, that evening, and I thought to myself, well, I wonder if his back is a little stiff. And that could have been what what kept him from really getting through that swing and getting that ball in the fairway and and instead blocking it into the trees on the right. Tony, uh, a part of the buildup until Sunday in the uh, final round of the Masters was not just what we had with the final pairing with Sergio and Justin Rose, two well-known golfers, but also the group that teed off right before them in Justin Spieth and also uh, on the other side when he had Ricky Fowler. Both those guys struggled at different times. It was Ray's Creek again, but before that, Spieth had kind of played himself out of it. How disappointing do you think it was to uh, the viewers and the golf fans out there that these two young Americans couldn't keep up and keep pace with Sergio and with Rose? I, I think it was pretty disappointing. I think everyone expect, expected both of them to put on uh, a run to to contend at the end. Uh, Jordan Spieth played very well in the third round, and he looked like he was in the zone. And I, I think in the final round, he was just too amped up. He was too excited. He was pressing a little too much, and he didn't sort of what they you know as they say let the let the game come to him. And you know Ricky Fowler, uh, you know he's probably now the guy who is the best player that doesn't have a major mm-hmm. uh, now that Sergio isn't. Um, I expected him to uh, to contend as well, but you know the tolerances are so tight at Augusta. If you're not perfectly on, you're going to pay the price, and that's exactly what happened. They both just leaked oil all day, and you know, <laughs> and that number twelve hole and and Spieth, whew, there's there's a little bit of a, a dysfunctional relationship forming there for sure. Tony, I was shocked when he hit it in the water again. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I, first off, first off, I thought I had missed something, and they were running a replay. Okay, and, and then he went and dropped in the same place he did the previous, yeah. you know, last year. Yeah. And, and and fortunately, he didn't knock it in the water again like he did last year. But uh, yeah, I was very surprised. Um, if anything, you would think that he would take more club and go long just to make sure he doesn't go in the water. The loss of DJ, Dustin Johnson, not being able to play when he fell downstairs uh, at the home that he had rented, uh, rented and injured his back. Do you think that played into this at all, or do you think that they didn't need him because of the drama and the way it played out? 
Well, anytime you don't have the number one player in the world who's, who is absolutely at the top of his game and has the absolute perfect game for Augusta with his length, um, anytime he's not there, I think that certainly factors into it. Um, would he have been there at the end Sunday? I mean, no one will ever know. Uh, one thing's for sure, TaylorMade's certainly happy because if he was there, <laughs> he's a TaylorMade guy. Garcia's a TaylorMade guy. Uh, so, you know, um, they're, they're way up there on the list. So yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, you want, you want to see all the best players competing in the majors. And I guess he'll think twice before he walks downstairs with just socks, I guess is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking with Tony Coralogos, the hooked on golf blog. You can find it hooked on golfblog.com. Tony, uh, Sergio with the victory though, doesn't come without, uh, some people out there maybe asking the question, did the ball move in the pine needles back on 13, I believe it was? Yeah, he, he blocked. Well, I guess he didn't block it. He pulled his tee shot left. Um, he was on some some uh, pine needles. He, he, he was free to move, you know, loose impediments. That's within the rules as long as he doesn't move the ball. Mm-hmm. And um, the Augusta officials did rule that the ball did not move. So, you know, no penalty. Uh, I watched the super slow-mo video, and it didn't look like it moved to me. So he's good, but that that does bring up the other top of topic of discussion, which is should fans be able to call in right. and you know right. rules infractions, and and I say no. Yeah, let's quickly while we've got you uh, take me then back to what happened uh, on the women's tour and in that event. Not only not only was it an email, it was an email the next day. It wasn't like it was the yeah. same day. So whoever the person was must have sat in their underwear in their mom's basement looking at that video all night long. Yeah, that's that's really it's really sad. I mean, Lexi Thompson did violate a rule. She marked her ball to the side. Yeah. And then she marked it. Then she, when she remarked, you know, remarked, put the ball back down. She did it from behind. So the ball was definitely not in the same place. So it was definitely a rule violation. Okay, fine. Um, typically, when you play in tournaments, if if you finish the if you finish the tournament or you finish the round, once the round is done, you're done. I think it's unfair for a fan to be able to call in and, and then the next day for them to assess the penalty after the previous round is completed. And what's crazy about that is that so she was penalized for the improper mark, but then she was penalized for signing a wrong, an incorrect scorecard, which knocked her from leading the tournament to, to I think, being one behind. And eventually, you know, she ended up losing in a playoff, but, I mean, she had it in the bag, and all of a sudden, you know, halfway through her final round, she is told, oh, now you're behind, you know. I think it's totally unfair, and there's no other sport that does that. I mean, I would, you know, earlier this year, my youth in football played number four Washington. <laughs> on, the, on the last play of the game, it was a tie score. Washington returns a punt for a touchdown to win the game. Uh-huh. And there were, there were three blocks in the back that the refs didn't see. I'd like to call that in and have them, you know, the next day and have them replay, redo that. Call you know, him, Tony. you just call don't him. see that happening on any other sport. Call them, Tony. So, Get on that phone and call those officials right now. They're not picking up the That's phone. That's right. I, we agree. Uh, we we thought it was just awful that it was the next day. The, the problem that I have, and I, I really don't have a problem with that. Yeah, is it frustrating? But the signing of an incorrect scorecard, 
Well, at the time, nobody knew it was an incorrect score part. If you're going to see, yeah, there was a penalty. They didn't do it. That has been a part of golf for a long time. But the incorrect scorecard, that continues to frustrate me. They scored the scorecard exactly inside it, just the way they thought it was, and everybody else did too. I don't understand the penalizing twice that goes on. Right. I, I think there has to be some kind of malicious intent type of thing for mm-hmm. that penalty to really yeah. be enforced. And and obviously there was no malicious intent. There was no intent to cheat. So, you know, uh, it's just tough, you know, the, and, and it gives golf in general a bad uh, black eye. And, and as long as that continues to happen, you know, the passersby are going to continue to think, what a stuffy, weird sport that is. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and just continue to give it a bad image. Uh, before we let you run, Tiger uh, couldn't play. Uh, once again, had the bailout. Uh, he did it in fine fashion. At least he didn't wait till Thursday. So we all appreciated that. Do you right. do you expect that we will see him, or do you think maybe it's finally over? Uh, you know, with the back issues he's had, um, I think it's going to be extremely tough for him to come back. His friend and and now media guy Noda Begay says that. He will be coming back, uh, but Noda's been saying that for years. So, you know, and, until I see proof, I, I'm going to be uh, on the doubting side of that. I, I really have my doubts. I mean, he may come back, but will he be competitive? Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Good stuff, Tony. Well, we'll be talking leading up. It's Father's Day weekend, the U.S. Open, but there's always some golf stories that pop up oh, from sure. time to time. And Tony. We'll be checking you out at the Hooked On Golf blog and talking to you here throughout the summer. Always appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. And I'm and I'm going to tell those referees in that Utah-Washington game they screwed up. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Tony, by now. All right. <laughs> That's great. Hooked On Golf, it's a great site, by the way. Uh, Tony Coralogas, it's his site. We love having him on the show. And he comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. 1700 K BGG is a big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC noon to three sports talk that rocks 1700 K BGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. The people who design, engineer, and build Ford vehicles never rest, and neither do the specialists who service them. No one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them. After all, no one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Now get a $50 rebate by mail on any Motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford Service credit card. Subject to credit approval, taxes extra, rebate by prepaid debit card. Pads or shoes on most vehicles, one axle exclusions apply. See your participating Ford dealer for rebate details through 63017. If you think trains will stop if they see a car on the tracks, you're right, they will. About a mile after they hit you. In 2015 alone, 230 people were killed at railroad crossings. Don't become the next fatality. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. At AT&T, we know that you are the only you that does you like you. For example, doing it your way means getting a free smartphone. Yeah, a smartphone that you get when you activate eligible service from AT&T GoPhone. Why do you do things your way? Because doing things your way is the only way you know how to do things. Like how you always put your left sock on first. Always. Or how you always beep lock your car twice. Not just because it's a smart safety decision, but because you like the sound it makes too. And when it comes to your data plan, doing it your way means no annual contract on the nation's best.